I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Hello, children. Are you listening? <laughs> Mrs. Mills, is that you? <laughs> Hello. Are you a ghost? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Hubert Elia Doubtfire, dear. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> what if Mrs. Mills was just Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire? That would be a game changer. That should have been the Scary Movie 3 subplot that, that we needed amazing. right there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like... Mrs. Mills is actually the father who was in the war who has been, like, gone, mm. but he's pretending to be Mrs. Mills. Listen, this would be such a better movie. Yeah. Not that it's not a great film, well, but a, a I think work of we cinema. just el- yeah. el- elevated it. <laughs> I th- maybe because it was uh, – these movies, I think, were easier to parody than, like, the Scream era stuff because the Scream era stuff was already kind of a parody. So it's like, how do you parody well, yeah, a parody? leaning yeah. into that. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, parody but not quite to the yeah. point where it was just – on laugh yeah, riot yeah, yeah, necessarily yeah. Um, very satirical very very close yeah. um, mm-hmm. so when they try to, to parody it for, for scary movie it's like okay but you know we already kind of partly was a parody so I, it, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I think I remember hearing like Wes Craven was kind of like pissed off about that movie because mm. he was like I mean you're just t- taking my shots basically and Kevin's script and just recreating it but getting the actors to just play it really over the top yeah. basically which Looking at the movie, he does have a point. It's yeah. kind of just scream exactly shot for shot, but and they'd just always played really throw some high stuff pitch. into the movies that wasn't horror related, like the Matrix stuff. Yeah, and like yeah. in the third one, it was like yeah, the eight, that was big. The eight mile stuff is like, which is like my least favorite part of the movie. It's like, yeah. yeah, what was the 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 uh, was up thing that was oh, so big at the yeah. time, and so they had yeah, to they put had that to put in that there, in and it makes no, no. sense. It's just. No. Like, if a kid was to watch that film now, first of all, they would try to cancel it, of course. Yeah. But also, they'd be like, what is this was up thing? Yeah. What the hell is that? Like, was this a thing? Yeah. What's going on with this? You know? Yeah, it, it dated, so, for sure. Yeah. But we are not talking about that brilliant trash. We are talking about... We're not. <laughs> a classy film An actual today, classy right? film. Yes. It's very classy. It is. It's uh, One of the classiest, I think, actually. From this era, yeah, I think so. It's mm-hmm. interesting that... Um, it feels very much like a throwback to the early 60s with The Haunting and The Innocence. It the does. Innocence especially. Like the Innocence. This, this film is just very much with so. The Innocence. Like, even the whole setup with the, two, almost the two kids and everything. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, it sort of looks like it's, like, shot at the same location, too. Like, it's, yeah. it's very much that, like, foggy, British, isolated estate mm-hmm. out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And it's very spooky. There's all this suspicion. Nobody has electricity because it kept getting turned off during the war, which is kind of a fun little plot point. So they're point. just like, yeah. fuck it. We're going to just, just gonna leave it leave off. It off. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene where, where she's just like, yeah, they just kept turning it off. So we we're like, eh, forget yeah, it. We're just, just going to leave we're it fine. off. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> We've adapted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have you? Because you seem like you're about to lose your mind. Yeah, yes. Oh, or is she? All the asides in this movie where it's just like Mrs. Mills talking to Mr. Tuttle and like, whoa, we better not let them see the graves. Or <laughs> <laughs> In due time, in due time. Can. Soon enough, they'll find She'll out. find out soon. Yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later, they'll find you, child. I'm not gonna like Nicole is great in this movie, but I think Fionula Fionula is like the standout performance for me. She's just so I love (laughs) over the top. Some Fionula, yeah. Ever since the Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. other classic that Mm. no one talks about for some reason. 
Yes. Is that on Blu-ray? Because it should I be. Don't know. Do we need to do a like a little prayer chant for that too? Dear Lord, I'm gonna do uh, it. This is our Nicole Kidman moment. Yeah, right? yeah. In our, our grace moment. <laughs> Dear Lord, please give us our <laughs> yeah, 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 sisterhood, sisterhood on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. <laughs> Thank you. With a cast retrospective featurette, please. Thank yes, you. That's what I want. Yeah. A lot of great performances in this movie. I think it's, uh, I can see why Nicole got a lot of award recognition for this film. Um, I think she plays Because it, it was really produced by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's the, there is that. <laughs> Let's be real. Actually, no. I, I do believe she earned these accolades yeah. easily. I think that uh, she's very good. I was trying to remember what she was nominated for there were several things um uh well she was nominated for a golden globe she didn't win for this movie but she did win for moulin rouge which is interesting because i think she gives a better performance in this than really? in moulin rouge but you know see the golden globes have a hard-on for musicals that's and true so that's they true. tend to award those I, I don't know why yeah i don't understand yeah. it but like, good for them because yeah. i think musicals deserve some awards moulin rouge is just like total camp and she it, this i feel like she gives yeah. a little more nuanced performance and uh there's, yeah, there's, there's more to like work with, an I actual think. character there. Yeah, really. Yeah, like I have nothing against comedic performances. We've we've said we love them and they're great, but oh, like no, it's course, just yeah. I, I think she gets more to chew on in this for sure. And yeah. uh, then she won for the hours the following year, so it was like two years in a row she got a Golden Globe, which this was like the height of her powers. And because well, yeah. this was pr- produced by Tom Cruise, I can't remember mm-hmm. if they were mm-hmm. together at this. Had they already broken up? They might have still been together. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. remember when uh, they did. He goes through girlfriends like I don't know. Uh, yeah. something <laughs> Zenu goes through cake I don't know yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah I mean it it was an interesting time yeah. for horror in the sense that it wasn't um, because there really wasn't much um, no, not like true so this movie was kind of a yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was sort of like the scream era was done mm-hmm. by this point for the most part yeah. there were a, a few sc- scragglers but they weren't very good and um Sense and was so this was kind of dominating yeah, everything and then you know was a big deal everything, and, what lies and beneath. you could say that they kind of broke off a bit of the sixth sense for for this you know yeah yeah um, for sure there's and this was produced by dimension films which is weird because it doesn't feel like a dimension films film no. in the sense that they they didn't have 12 years of reshoots and rewrites yeah. and a bunch of different test screenings and recuts and they were mostly still doing the, the, the teen horror stuff so this was kind of different yeah. in that regard um, sophisticated yeah, classier than the um teen horror stuff that had dominated the la- the latter part of that decade it didn't last for long though because right after that they were like let's go make another children of the corn oh, yeah. and it lasted something. like two years the, the, this girls with ghost period that's why all the films we've done this month are within like a three-year period like i think we've done a film from 2000 2001 2002 and 2003 it's just like a very brief period and then there were some later ones but it, they didn't dominate the box office like um these mm-hmm. did this one did really well if i remember right um I remember it being a pretty pretty big hit. Let's see, it earned 100 million and 100 million overseas, so it totaled about 200 mm. some million against. Damn, you know, it only cost 17 million to make, so it was a big profit That's there. Pretty good. For not costing very yeah. much. Yeah, it's a film that targets like every demographic for the most part because it's not a film about young people. It's not. It's not a film about old people. It kind of has like every kind type of age range in the film it's it's not a very gory or violent film there's really no language or sex yeah. so it's kind of a film sort of for the whole family in a way kind of i mean yeah true i remember a lot of like fa- families going to see this when it when it was out yeah. because it, it was like a creepy old school kind of the haunting mm-hmm. type horror film yeah very much so this little era maybe would have continued a little bit had it not been for 9-11 and that just threw everything into the loop and then studio started greenlighting all the greenlighting all the you know uh 
torture porn stuff and that came up mm-hmm. um but yeah as it stands this only really lasted a couple years this came out in august 2001 so before 9-11 just about a month um wow but it is kind of interesting yeah we were kind of had this obsession with ghosts and death and kind of slow burn horror for just a couple years there and then on to something totally new that's the the thing about horror right you never mm-hmm. know where it's gonna go like after this pandemic who the oh, fuck yeah. knows like i it could go any direction I like i don't know I, I keep seeing little signs of things but then i see yeah. something else that suggests something else so it's like i don't know um exactly yeah. it's like okay is like the age 24 stuff coming back is it still going to be here are they bringing back slashers is it more of a creature feature kind of time like you never know we might have a topic of the week that is related to this but we have to ask the wheel i don't know what she what she wants us to talk about but what's up wheel hey girl um she had a break last week so she's fresh and ready to go she's she's good all right here we go i think she had some work done (laughs) okay so lay wheel ms fortune would like us to talk about some of our favorite or most memorable ghosts in horror. I mean, you got to go with the original haunting, mm-hmm, you know, just because, mm-hmm. I mean, you never see the ghost. You never see it. It's just the idea of something in this house and the walls that, yeah. like, bulge out and... Uh, they breathe. Oh my God. Yeah, there's, like, breathing walls yeah. and, like, there's that uh that weird thing, like, it's... I think it's in, like, the... um Is it in the wallpaper or in, like, the molding that looks like a face? That always mm-hmm, creeps me mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. That scares me. That's really spooky. It's a, yeah, it's a, it holds up that movie. It's like the house itself is mm-hmm. a character and it's constantly interacting it with everyone else. There's never really been anything quite like it. Definitely not the haunting 99, which is just ugh, the less said about that. Um, well, <laughs> I do like those little child ghosts. They're like, help us, Hello. Eleanor. Help us. Thank <laughs> you for helping me. You've released our spirit into the world. We can go away. Bye. Oh, it's so bad, but I bought the Blu ray, so. <laughs> <laughs> glutton for punishment here i guess so <laughs> although i probably shouldn't talk because i have it in my wish list on amazon yeah. so I'm like someone buy it for me please for christmas it's part of the, the paramount day. presents blu-rays that i've been obsessed with i like how they're all like um 4k remasters and yet none of them are 4k so they can later release them as, as actual 4k <laughs> yeah. i mean well mary lou Oh, of course. a ghost after my own oh, heart. Oh, the MVP. She's yes, the best ghost. Just haunting her high school mm-hmm. and causing some mischief and mayhem, trying to get that little tiara. She's, she just knows what's up. She she, she 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 has got places to go, people to kill, yeah. and I support it. She's the best. Good for She's her. Yeah, and the ghosts and the classic stuff, like the innocence. There's those two little shit kids. Um which you don't really find out more about until the end, but I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. Um, the 13 yeah, Ghosts. That's a great movie. The, all the ghosts in that, you know, oh, every single yes. one. The Jackal is my favorite probably, but. I like the one, who's the lady, the the angry princess or something? Yeah, oh that, yeah, Like has good. like all the scars on She's and good, stuff. yeah. Oh, she's scary. She's, she always cre- creeped me she's out. She's very like the Shining-esque, like when they find her in the bathtub. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's, she's a good one. Um, because it's like she's got the wounds which are scary enough yeah but she also had like that weird like plastic surgery addiction so her face is already kind of scary yeah 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 they went all out with that movie like every ghost has their own like backstory and everything else it's like the pokemon of like horror movies it's like you you gotta collect Collect them all all. (laughs) run shannon elizabeth run (laughs) you're losing tony shalhoub no Don't go in there, Tony. Shalom. Don't go in this giant Rube Goldberg machine that I don't understand at all. <laughs> Miss Honey, why are you a bad person in this movie? I don't understand. 
You're so mean. Uh, that was a turnaround role for her. Yeah. I know. I was like, you just played the most wonderful life affirming person in cinematic yeah, history. Yeah. And now you're going to play this horrible conniving monster who gets crushed by glass walls. Kind of like Famke in. Yeah. 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 And that one too. Sort of has that. Oh, well, House on Hall yes, and Hill both. Both House on Hill. Yeah. But are there really ghosts in the original? That's the, That's question. the question. That's the question. It leaves yeah, it open at the smarter end. Smarter film than you would mm-hmm. think. You know, they 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 kind of leave it ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I like that. Whereas the remake, there's not so much there's in the remake. There's definitely like, ghosts in the remake. Yeah. There's like ghost Chris Kattan, yeah. and he's like helping people at the end. It's a bit. There's much, that giant CGI monster thing that like attacks him at the end, and like, what's happening here? And it's like, hello, come and join like us. Still, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. interesting though, and uh, I really like a lot of those Dark Castle movies. I kind of enjoy like the uh, the Ghost Ship. Mm-hmm. I got that on Blu-ray. Yeah. I haven't seen it since it first came Me out, either. but I remember the ghost, the uh, um, like the lounge singer ghost. Yeah. I liked her a yeah. lot. She was kind of creepy. I remember that movie had a great opening scene, and the rest was kind of like, eh. but yes, uh, the rest is kind of bland yeah. as I remember. But there's a lot of childhood ghosts Maybe too. Won't be so you know, bland like when I watch Casper it. and. Uh, yeah. All the, the uncle ghosts in that. And Kathy Moriarty is like the best ghost mm-hmm. ever where she's just like, ah, no, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the serum. Yeah. What's the, uh, oh, the lady in white. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that movie. That's a great ghost story. That one's like surprisingly dark, like uh, for a kid's movie. Like the, it's dark. Somebody got murdered yeah. right in the, it's, yeah. And kind of moving too. Yeah. It's, it's like if To Kill a Mockingbird had a baby with like, something wicked this way comes yeah. mm-hmm. and i don't know like poltergeist yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. something like that which brings us to poltergeist, poltergeist of course yeah <laughs> all of those ghosts that's it yeah that's I a love the poltergeist movies. Sub- subsection too yell yeah, the poltergeist um ghosts too yeah because it's like there's there's like the main ghost the yeah. reverend kane who's fucking terrifying yeah. but then there's all these other little ghosts that like don't really have a personality so much yeah. they just kind of yeah. i guess show up and manifest yeah all the asian ghosts there's a lot there's of course sadako and a lot slash samara and then kayako kayako i believe from the grudge i think is her name and uh um uh. Almost, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, the little boy from that too <laughs> meow i think they're spirits in Hauzu, like all the crazy ass shit that happens to them in that house i would assume um, they're spirits what is how really <laughs> though no i mean it's it's, just... it's a masterwork is what it is <laughs> I know it's a brilliant film. <laughs> yeah. um, there's never been anything quite like no. it. But are they ghosts? Are they demons? I have no idea. Are they all on drugs? No What's happening? And apparently the stepmom is involved. What's the story? I, it's, yeah, it's really something. A Tale of Two Sisters. I enjoy that film very ah, much. You stole something That's from some me for ghosts. later. But yes. <laughs> Listen, fine. You know what? I'm going to keep stealing. Uh, but yeah, it's true. I feel like stealing today. Yeah, the, the, the Asian horror films, there's a lot of good ghosts in there. and uh, The Fog. All the oh, yeah. ghost pirates and uh, the sails. Yeah. Okay, that was actually going to be my <laughs> gem for the week. Was it really? So, I guess you stole that well, from me. It's so funny because the tale of my I guess we're even. two sisters is going to be my gem for the week. So there we go. <laughs> what is happening? I'm this. This episode is over. Yeah. I'm done. Oh, well. I have to go find a new gem. <laughs> Put a pin in those gems. We'll we'll yeah just <laughs> we'll talk about them like later. A little tease for apparently. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't plan this. Yeah. We really did. Um, what's our ghost? I love I love ghosts, and I can't. The school bus kids from okay. Trick or Treat. Those are. Those are good ones, yeah. Oh, those are yeah. good ones. What about all the ghosts from um, Carnival of Souls with those that creepy makeup oh, of on? Of course, and stuff? Yeah. Good, yeah. Oh, I love that. 
yeah. those are fantastic. They scare the shit out of me. And the, that movie's just plain scary. Yeah, it is. It is. And the teenage girl in Stir of Echoes, I believe, where she's like, oh yeah, like Jennifer Morrison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Does the headless horseman count? I think he does in Sleepy Hollow. I think yeah. so. Absolutely. Because yeah. once again, it's like, is he like a zombie or is he like a, a ghost? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Because he like lives in a tree, right? Yeah. It's like, What's Freddy Krueger? Is he like a? I mean, he's a boogeyman, but I don't. I guess kind of a spirit. He's a dream demon. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's sort of a spirit. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a ghost yeah. too, really. He like he doesn't have a corporeal I mean, form, so I don't know. I'm just gonna say like Jason and Freddy and Michael Myers. They're just ghosts. <laughs> they're ghosts now. Just ghosts. For the purpose of this, we'll just call That's them ghosts. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, they're all ghosts. And the the spirit of the spirit of Charles. Yes, the spirit of Charles Lee Ray. Why not? Why not? He's a ghost. Everyone, hey, everyone's a ghost. Hey, technically, <laughs> technically speaking, it's his spirit that does all the harm. So right. technically a ghost, maybe. Yes. Basically, everyone's a ghost. Yeah. You might be a ghost. Yeah, you might be. You might not even know it. Us. Yeah, uh, well, don't spoil yeah. anything, but yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they watch Well, the movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was spoiled like midway through the movie. Yeah, that, there's really, that. I mean. There's that. Uh, uh, and Madison Elizabeth Frank from what lies beneath who's that does she wear a necklace <laughs> is that the one does she have a key she... she has a jewelry box is and a key, key and some and of her a hair chest and... and a random lock of yeah. hair and all these props she loves her props that emia oh the innkeepers that's another great ghost movie i love that one um, oh yeah yeah that's a good one boogeyman <laughs> <laughs> actually okay not boogeyman but the boogeyman okay. is about a ghost okay, yes. and a haunted right. mirror not boogeyman and yeah. i enjoy <laughs> that right. one very yeah. much but just plain bogeyman, I'm like, The no, less said about but... that one, the better, yes, yes. However, Darkness Falls, which is like a ghost tooth fairy, that one's pretty fun. Darkness that Falls. Fun. Okay, that one. That's a good one, right? It's, I think It's so. terrible, but it's fun, terrible, I seen I it think. In a while. Yeah. The Nesting. Have mm. you ever seen the, the Nesting? I have not. It's, I mean, it's not really that, that good, but mm. it's about a haunted whorehouse. Mm. Okay. So if you like your haunts a little hoary, then check it out. Is it folk hoary? Um, it's not quite folk horror. Okay. <laughs> I don't really remember much about it, but it might be fun to rewatch okay. at some point. I well, I like the setup. Yeah. Oh, and the entity. That's a good one. I don't know if it's a spirit, but Ooh, it's something. Yeah. It's something that's like haunting It's like her. a demon yeah. or a spirit. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But it's scary. It's, yeah. Oh, I mean, we have to talk about like the Amityville films. I don't know. Really oh, yeah. We need right. to. But yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the whole franchise is about ghosts haunting yeah. items. A haunted lamp, right? A floor lamp at one point. And there's a lamp. Yeah. There's a mirror. There's a. I've heard there's a dildo mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, a vibrator. Yeah. Beg my pardon. Oh. A vibrator. Yes. It's just the name of a town, so anyone can use it. Mm-hmm. So you can just say like, an Amityville water bottle, yeah. and there's your movie. You know. Yeah, it's it's like it so goes beyond franchise to like I don't know. Uh, it does. Just, <laughs> worldwide phenomena i don't know it's something it's like i found these panties in the defeo home in 1972 and now they're making me feel snazzy and sexy but it's really a demon crawling up my vagina and i got my that's my amityville movie my amityville pantyhose and lunchbox and commemorative plate and fanny pack pack. my fan that's what i want to see amityville fanny pack my fanny ammy yeah as always you know let us know some of your favorite ghosts mm-hmm. folks because there's a lot of them out there right the horror has there's a lot in many ways been built around ghosts because they represent sort of the afterlife and because none of us really know what it, what happens in the afterlife it's kind of like you know just a 
putting that on film and being like, maybe this could happen yeah. or this could happen or this could happen, you know? To quote Mrs. Mills, right? Sometimes the world of the dead gets mixed up with the world of the living. Um, Let's see, anything quick to set the scene here? We kind of talked through some of this already. You know, it's a ghosty movie, obviously, from this period of ghosty movies, written and directed and scored by Alejandro Amenabar, who is a Spanish-Chilean oh. film director slash screenwriter slash composer. He also did Thesis. Renaissance movie. Yeah, I know. Um, I watched Thesis for the first time last week. It's okay. And uh, Open Your Eyes, which they remade into Vanilla Sky in the U.S., which, okay. Mm, interesting. Starring Tom Cruise, right? Tom so Cruise connection once again. Yeah. yeah. Produced, by, like we said, by Dimension Films. Uh, it was filmed in both England and Spain. It, like we said, opened in August 2nd, 2001, which means it's almost 20. Um, it's basically the 20th anniversary of this year, so happy 20. That's partly why we wanted to cover it, because we knew we probably wouldn't get to it later in the year, so let's do it now. I think it was the highest rated film that we talked about. It has 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and 77% okay. audience score, so even the audience pretty liked good. quite a bit, so it's pretty solid. I don't think it's better than The Ring, but, you know, it's still solid for what it is. I don't think <laughs> it is either, so y'all can suck yeah. it, but, I mean... <laughs> Roger Ebert liked it more than The Ring, or Ring, yeah, more than The Ring, but, you know... Uh, you know I've washed my hands of, of that of that After man. After Roger, yeah. I've washed that man right out of my hair and sent him on his mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. He liked Nicole Kidman, of course, because like you said, she's a beautiful woman. And he, he Probably because she's <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does give a good performance in this. But, yeah, I mean, um, it's actually a really Yeah, he does kind of point out that the, the um, plotting is a little lang- languorous and uh, takes its time and juts over here for a little bit and then occasionally we're over here. Um, it, it plays out kind of like a play almost, I feel like. like it's such a chamber mm-hmm. chamber piece, which I think is part yeah. of why it's so effective in that regard. Yeah, I mean, it's like what, like f- like six characters yeah. for the most part? Yeah, you could totally. Like maybe seven or eight. I'm surprised yeah. it hasn't opened like on Broadway or anything, like done a play version of this, because it wouldn't be that hard. There's, um, I guess you just have to run it out of the probably house. probably work. Bit. Yeah. They, they are talking about remaking this, which I don't know why, but they're talking about it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That was at the at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know why you'd remake it because it's already a part, partly a remake of The Innocent. So it's like you're basically just going to remake. Yeah. And it, we've seen the story enough. <laughs> like, I mean, this this is different. Like, it has a different plot at the end. But, like, this basic structure is very similar to The Innocence, like, with her. Um, yeah. Only I think, she, well, she was a nanny in The Innocence, and this time she's just, like, the mom. But That's um, right. She's just the mom but, yeah. so i mean there's, there's differences but still yeah. I, I guess i, uh, I mean it's I, still I just like tight tightly wound british yes. woman who's repressed yes. and is in the in like tr- trying to care for two kids yes. and maybe she's yeah. being gaslit but we don't know and I think that's partly why the movie works because you go in thinking, okay, this woman is just being gaslit and she's been giving these pills and there's all this red herrings to make you think that she's uh, the victim here because in most horror movies, the woman is the victim who's being gaslit and like Rosemary's Baby type thing or even Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street. Like nobody believes this this woman. But then of course the ending is totally different and it would have been more effective, I think, had The Sixth Sense not, of course, you know, d- done basically the same ending like a couple years earlier. Yeah, I... I think that was pretty much my problem when I first watched yeah. it. Was it was so soon after that that I I I was like, really? They just did the exact same mm-hmm. ending as the Sixth yeah. Sense. Like, um, did you like it more? I had a different take on yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked it a lot yeah, good. this time. Yeah, it's got it's got a great mood and a great um, just creepy slow burn aesthetic, and uh, keeps you guessing for at least part of the plot. I think when you get to about like like you said, I think at the halfway point when when the husband comes back, I think is when things start getting a little like. What's going on? Like, it, yeah, I don't know if I like the husband, but I, I think they could have yeah, cut that out. I think actually. so too. It doesn't really give anything to the movie. No, it doesn't. It, it just kind of makes things even more confusing because it's like, is he a ghost? When did he die? Yeah. Do they know he's dead? Like, what's going on? Yeah, 
Yeah, he, he's only there for like five minutes and then he's leaving again. So it's like, why is yeah. he? Like they fuck once, I think. And then he's like, okay, bye. Yeah. I mean, been there, done that. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. <laughs> Nicole needed her hookup. Still, but... <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, you, you know, like I usually do these films where I'm really sexy. So can you give me like a sexy guy to like have sex with? You That's know, a... just to make Tom like really jealous. That's a pretty good Australian accent right. there. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to trot it out for no reason. <laughs> I love Nicole Kidman. Um, I really do. She just makes good choices. Yeah. Like, she always, like, even if the film itself is not really up to her standards, yeah. like, she's always good. Right. I think this is a pretty solid little script, but even if it had been mm-hmm. worse, I think I would still like it because her performance is so good yeah. and solid. You want to feel for this woman, but then also you see her doing these, like, slightly shitty things, and then you slowly yeah. learn that, like, oh, she's done a lot of shitty things. <laughs> One of the shittiest things you can do, yeah. I think. I mean. <laughs> and she's this, like, religious zealot, so it's like, yeah, uh, okay. Like, oh. And um, it's it's just, it's really interesting to watch everything play out in that regard, and uh, the relationship with her kids is just... In the mm-hmm. beginning, you're like, oh, she's just a really caring mom. And then you see, like, yeah. she, like, punishes them by, like, making them read the Bible. And you're like, oh, is this Carrie? And then it's, uh, and and it like, kind of know. is. And uh, she's very devoutly Christian. I don't know, Catholic? Mm-hmm. Is she Catholic? I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're British, so maybe, like, Anglican? Oh, yeah, probably, like, know. Anglican. Or, yeah. World War Two has just ended. Um, everything is supposed to be going back to the way it was. And everything's supposed to be peaceful. Her husband has just left for the war but um he's been gone for a long time and or is the world war ii still going on actually i think it's still going on i think it stopped right okay maybe it's over i don't know um but he just hasn't come he hasn't come back but because he's lost in the fall but he hasn't she hasn't accepted that he's gone either she's just like okay he's he's off doing his thing and so you don't know if that was like the inciting incident that drove her crazy or if she was already kind of crazy before he left it sounds like she was already a little Mm. off her rocker because she's convinced that he left her to get away from her and the kids, yeah. Um, but it could have that could have been the inciting incident too that kind of made her start to lose it there. Um, but something happened, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to talk about this movie without just spoiling everything. But yeah, it's it, yeah. something happened that made her do this really bad thing. Yeah. So it's it's a it's an isolated country estate, mm-hmm. and uh, you have Grace, which is Nicole, yes. and you know she has these two kids, Anne and uh, uh, fucking hell, what's his name? Um, uh, Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas. Nicholas, Nicholas, yeah, um, and uh, and they are very sensitive to light. Mm-hmm. In fact, if if they see the sunlight, they will apparently just like die and like be covered in these like boils and stuff. This is another interesting plot point that like, is she just making this up because she's crazy? Like even I was before wondering, yeah, like, they were, you know, what happens? Does but... she have like a weird like Munchausen thing yeah. where she's like trying to make her kids? Think that they're sick so they won't leave. It seems her, like maybe? it. Like, like I would something I would like buy that. that. Yeah. Or is it just because they're they're ghosts? Maybe like she's already like it could be because later on Mrs. Mills is like, well, they're fine now, uh, they'll be fine, and uh, yeah. so it kind of implied that because the thing happened that now they're fine. Maybe. But but know. yeah, were they actually yeah. sick before, or was she just making it up to keep them close? Like you said, I don't know. I think we need a prequel. I think we do. That's what I'm gonna say prequel time. So yeah, they live isolated in this big ass house yeah. in the mi- the middle of nowhere, and mm-hmm. one day, um, these three people just stroll in and they knock on the door and they're like hey we're wondering if uh if you need any help here because we used to work here and we were just strolling through and we thought we might kind of see and we just love the house so much back when we worked here and it's this these two older people a man and a woman Mm -hmm. and uh sort of a girl kind of looks kind of in her 20s named lydia lydia yes 
and uh, Mrs. Mills and Mr. Tuttle. Mr. Tuttle. And they, like, for some reason, Grace is like, yeah, sure, come on in. And she kind of, like, shows them the house and stuff, and they're like, it's okay. Like, uh, we are used to this, yeah. you know? Yeah, she doesn't ask for and, any, like, uh, resume or <laughs> credentials or anything. She's like, eh, no, come on, work for me. Why not? Yeah. Which is horrifying. Yeah, yeah I don't get it. Yeah. And, uh, and so they just go ahead and they do a little tour and stuff and she ex- ex- explains that her her kids are very sensitive to the light mm-hmm. and that they must keep all of the windows closed and have the curtains drawn and every time you you leave a room you you have to lock the door yeah that's a big plot um, point there yeah it's a very yeah. specific plot point mm-hmm. so she hires them and pretty soon like strange things start happening like she keeps hearing these noises above her like in the rooms and she's like, well, who's that, you know, kicking up a row? And uh, and she thinks it's Lydia, but it's not because she sees that Lydia is outside while the noise is going on. And her kids are um, studying and stuff in yeah. their own rooms. So she's like, well, there's got to be something else up there. And um, <laughs> and so, like, you're not really sure if they're trying to, like, pull one over on her. Like, like what is their game yeah. like are, are they trying to drive her crazy what's going on i like a little bit of dialogue where Anne is like what what if i see a ghost and she's like what if you see a ghost you say hello and then <laughs> yeah. you keep studying i'm like my god calm down girl then th- her kids are like talking to these people that they keep seeing mm-hmm. and one of them is named victor and yeah. he's this little boy and sometimes he likes to open up the curtains and like play around in the room and she's like you're making this up like stop making up these stories and stuff yeah it's it's unclear if victor is actually a ghost or just this like um imaginary like a little person playmate. that yeah. Anne is made up to scare her brother nicholas um because she can yeah do the voice to sound like victor and you don't know if that's his voice or it's her voice um it sounds like her just making exactly him, but who knows um you never know. Yeah. It's it's so tricky, you know. Yeah. And um, and then Anne also talks about how she's seen this old lady, and she's drawn a picture of her and stuff. Yeah. And so the plot thickens, or the plot sickens, if you will. <laughs> and um, and so Grace is like starting to think that maybe these new workers have something that they're not telling her because they're very secretive. Yeah, they and, kind um, of hide in corners and make little strange remarks, right? You know. Yeah, they're always kind of like having these 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 little asides yeah. and they are going to saying be things like oh, and changes. Yeah, so they're a little shifty. Yeah. So even we as the audience are like, what are they like? What what are their plans here? Yeah. Like, what's going? Like, why are they keeping things from these people? Yeah. Basically, things just keep getting weird. Mm-hmm. At one point. Grace goes to check on Anne when she's dressed up in her um, confirmation dress and she sees that Anne's face is gone but it's been replaced with an old lady face and like old lady hands Yeah, and she's like am I going crazy what's going on and she just starts like shaking her and Anne like freaks out as you would and it's like you've gone crazy yeah. you know like you're you're nuts yeah. and um and then at some point, he... she decides to leave the house, right? Yeah. She, she leaves the house. I don't think we skipped anything. Uh, I feel like Probably. Like... I watched this like four nights yeah, ago. So. That's, uh, yeah, it's understandable. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything anymore. Yeah. Because at one point, she goes into the attic first, and she sees all the sheets, which yeah. is a great sequence. Mm-hmm. And um, the score goes like fucking nuts. The score in this is really interesting. Sometimes it's like really it's subtle score. and like mischievous almost. And then other times it's like really in your face and uh, blaring. It's kind of beautiful, yeah. though, too. Like there's... The main 
theme is actually gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, the director did it himself, which is impressive. He's a yeah Renaissance man, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's most. Oh, and there's that weird album that has the dead bodies in it. They were looking through that. I guess right. That was a thing okay. Back yeah. Then. She yeah. she finds that in the attic, and she's like, "What is this?" And she looks through it and she's like they're all sleeping and it's just mm-hmm. pictures of these random people who look who look like they're asleep yeah. and um mrs mills comes in and she's like what is this and 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 she's like oh dear that's what they used to do when people were dead they just took their picture yeah yeah and she's like oh i don't want to see that just get rid of it yeah. you know i don't want to see that and uh, yeah i don't want to see that she said in a british accent <laughs> i don't want to see I, that I <laughs> my dear i don't want to see that <laughs> Well, I got it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, but then I th- yeah, I think that you're right. Then the, the fog. She's Julie Andrews yeah, all of a sudden. Knows, yeah. um, the fog comes along, and, and the fog comes in because she she wants to go and get like a priest yeah. to like exercise the house because mm-hmm. at this point she's like there is a ghost in this house. It's doing things. I'm not going crazy. Yep. So she leaves, mm-hmm. and um and then she's all all so like I think there's a. A graveyard on the property so I want y'all while I'm gone to go find it and get rid of it you know yeah. and because I think maybe one of these ghosts might be someone who died here so she she wants to get down to it you know yeah and as she's going through the fog she gets lost mm-hmm. because it's, this is the the fog just it takes over it's a crazy scene it's beautiful this is where and the um, Tuttle and Mills have a little bit of dialogue that's like oh you know uh, mm-hmm. what, what if she gets away and she's like uh, oh she won't get away there's the fog you know um yeah and you're like what is wrong with them like they're so sketchy mm-hmm. and cryptic you're like mm-hmm. what is their what's their game and uh, as they cover up a g- grave with a with a bunch of leaves they're yeah <laughs> don't look over here okay <laughs> they're, they're... it's like they want them to find out and yet they're like covering it up they're like let's just play with them a little bit more I'm not, this has been so much I'm fun not gonna y'all. Lie. i think this they could so have fun. like pulled back like maybe one or two of these little comical sides of yeah. them just like laughing <laughs> ominously about like ooh, something bad's going to happen but you know it's i think this would be the one they could have cut yeah. because it's like why are you covering up the graves when you kind of want them to realize yeah, the exactly, truth exactly. and so you know she's in the fog and she finds her husband randomly coming towards her and mm-hmm. she's like oh my god i thought you were gone you were never going to come back and they go back to the house and things seem seem to be great except he's really fucking depressed he's like he will not leave the room basically catatonic but you think um, that maybe he just has like ptsd yeah. or something because he was just in the war so that was yeah. kind of a smart little plot point at least of him being off to the war right. but yeah it's it, this is where the movie kind of takes a little bit of a turn i think because it's like where does this yeah, guy come from and like what was with that it's fog? about it's like, like yeah maybe 10 or 15 minutes of this yeah. where you're like, where's this going to go? Yeah. And then at one point they have sex and then he gets up and leaves and she wakes up and he's gone mm-hmm. and she's like, what And they the start hell? leaving little clues in the plot that um, something is going on with Grace and that there's more mm-hmm. than meets the eye here and she has to take these pills yeah. and you're like, well, she must have, mm-hmm. you know, something something going on mentally and you don't know. Yeah. And the kids are very antagonistic towards her at times. Um mm-hmm. And they sort of imply that something happened in the past. And uh, mm-hmm. and when she tries to, like, lecture them about religious things, they start talking back to her, which it seems like they've never done before. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, like, they talk about the fact that there's this limbo after life, and they don't want to get stuck in that. She's like, you'll go to hell. There's, like, and... all kinds of different, like, a- afterlives. Yeah. There's, there's, there, there's, like, so many layers of hell or something, right? Yeah, and there's some comment Something's about like how, like... Um, I read that limbo is only for children who aren't baptized or something like she, yeah. she keeps trying to scare them into like behaving well with all this religious mm-hmm. stuff, which is very typical. 
and uh, yeah. they've kind of, I think, reached their limit with that. At least the little girl has. Nicholas is kind of just like whatever. But, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Anne is, yeah. yeah. Anne's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm not going to do that shit. But then I think when their dad gets back, they're like, oh, yeah, finally we're a family again. So they kind of stop being yeah. so antagonistic toward the mom and everything. But then, like you said, that doesn't last very and long. he's gone. And then he's gone. <laughs> like, they fuck and then he's gone. long. <laughs> And now she's just like, what am I going to do here? You know, yeah. like, this is this is not good. I can't keep, keep and this and up. Mrs. Mill and starts to get a little more pushy and she's kind of like, um, that's right. Yeah. You know, things things are going to work out and things will things will uh, play out the way that they're supposed to. And uh, Grace is like, mm-hmm. you have no idea what, you know, things are supposed to do. Like you are not the woman of this house or whatever. And so yeah. you get the this idea that uh, Mrs. Mills and Mr. Tulls have kind of reached their limit as well. And they're kind of like, you know what? We just need to, like, let them. Yeah understand mm-hmm. what's really going on here and uh exactly that's when so they leave going. yeah 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 like, they, leave. they get kick kick kicked out of the house mm-hmm. basically yeah. and that's when things start and, going fucking um, crazy the curtains get pulled down from the house and they don't know why yeah they're like what's happening yeah. where are the curtains and that's like the big straw that broke the camel's back and she's like get out mm-hmm. you know how my kids are mm-hmm. they they could die yeah and uh and they leave and then that night Anne and nicholas decide to sneak out yeah. And they stop by the graveyard, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they see that on the gravestones, the names are of Mr. Tuttle and Mrs. Mills oh, and Lydia, and they're like, oh, shit. And then they all come out of the darkness and the fog and come towards them, and they're like, no, stay away. You're dead and stuff. It, and they're like, calm down. Like, we just want to wanna, wanna talk. <laughs> it's a pretty smart little, like, secondary reveal, because as you're watching this, you're, you're probably mm-hmm. thinking, like, Okay, they're probably ghosts. Like, it just, there's just plenty of evidence yeah. to suggest that. Well, there's something sinister. Yeah, enough that, that something's yeah. going on with the Mills and Tuttle. So it's like you know they're the antagonists mm-hmm. of some kind. Um, yeah. So then when you find but it's this, not the main twist. No, no, it's not the main twist. It's a very secondary twist, but yeah. it distracts you from the main twist. I think because you mm-hmm. think that this is the twist, and it's like, oh, okay, but it's not yeah. that great of a twist, but whatever. Um, but then it throws you for a yeah. loop because then there's another twist mm-hmm. coming up, right? Yeah, because at the same time, Grace has dis- discovered that they pulled out one of the pictures mm-hmm. from the photo book of death, and it's actually them photographed after they were dead. Yeah. And she's like, oh, God, they've been dead this whole time. Kids, I've got to save you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and the kids are like run back in the, in the house, and she locks the door, and she has like a gun and stuff, and she tries to shoot them, but of course it doesn't work because, you know, there goes. And they're like locked out of the house, and they're just like, listen, like just calm down. Like put the gun away. We just have some stuff to tell you. It's going to be a lot easier if you just calm down. Yeah. And the kids go and hide in the wardrobe upstairs, and they hear like a, some creepy noises mm-hmm. and stuff. And then, like, the wardrobe is, like, ripped open, yeah. and it's really scary. And it's the old lady with the creepy eyes. Mm-hmm. We finally see her, yeah. and we're like, oh, God, it's the creepy old lady ghost. Mm-hmm. And then so the the threesome of ghosts yeah. are trying to talk to Grace, and she goes upstairs to find the kids. But when she goes upstairs, she sees that there's these random people in the room, yeah. and she's like, who are these people? Yeah. And they're having like a seance. Mm. And one of the people there is the, the creepy old lady. And she's like a medium. And they're talking to Anne and Nicholas. They're trying to communicate with them. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, shit. And she starts to realize, oh, no, we're dead. <laughs> like, we've been dead oh, no. the whole time. For 50 years oh, we've goodness. been dead. And, you know, she freaks she, out, like, obviously. She, rips up the papers. It's kind of a cool sequence where you just the yeah. papers being, like, ripped up on screen. And uh, 
And the, one of the homeowners is Michelle Fairley from Game of Thrones. She's like one of the main actresses on that. Oh. It's kind of interesting to see her here. Um, oh, interesting. But yeah, everything just kind of spirals after that. And she's just like mm-hmm. sitting there with her kids and holding them and basically just yeah. recounting how she killed them and <laughs> then herself. Yeah. Like she killed them with a pillow and then she shot herself with a shotgun, which you see her holding um, a rifle, whatever. It's it's a great scene. I think Nicole is fan, fantastic yeah. in that scene. She's really great. Yeah. It's a great performance. Right. And so they realize, oh, well, we're dead. Shit. And we're just going to have to, like, hang out here, I guess, for eternity right. and just hope that whoever buys the house is going to be cool with us here. Yeah. And apparently these people are not because they are moving <laughs> out. They're like, we're done. These ghosts are – we're sick of their shenanigans. It's a surprisingly, like, upbeat ending. Like, the, the scoring is really, like, sort optimistic of, yeah. at the end. Like, oh, things are going to yeah. be happy once we someone moves in here. And and they it's implied so, like, that, like, house. they don't always see when someone moves in. It's only sometimes. Like, yeah. uh, Mrs. Mill says that, like, sometimes we notice mm-hmm. them living here. Sometimes we don't. Um, yeah. But yeah, they all have to share this house. It's very American Horror Story murder house type thing, and uh, kind of yeah, yeah. As the uh, as the family moves out, they see that there's a little boy there too. Yes, and his name is Victor. So it all comes full circle. Yeah. We realize, aha, there's Victor. There's he was Victor. the li- little boy the whole time who kept fucking with the curtains. You little shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. these kids have a allergy to light. Or do they? <laughs> Even if they're dead, I don't. I mean, I don't know how they would if they're dead. Yeah, they, they seem fine now. But, you know what? <laughs> I wanna, I wanna res- respect them yeah. and their boundaries. Yeah. And yeah, so they just kind of make this pact that like they're just gonna hang out together yeah. and just see what happens. Whoever moves in next, and we hope they're nice. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's true. It's 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 never really established if they're like in limbo or if this is just what happens to people when they die in this house. If it's just like a ghosty yeah. thing that happens um because they do make a big thing out of limbo earlier in the movie so you get the sense that maybe yeah. they're stuck in that now because she you know killed her kids and herself but it's like the kids mm-hmm. didn't really do anything wrong so i don't know why they would be no in, um limbo although maybe they weren't baptized or something i don't know they, they make a thing out of that earlier i mean i i assume they were if they're having like a a con a confirmation yeah, right I, so. I think don't they baptize i don't know i don't know how like this catholic anglican thing works mm. like is do don't you get baptized as a baby i think so right yeah yeah um, unless you just well. don't do it for some reason i don't know why i wouldn't but um i don't know because you're a sinner yeah yeah because she doesn't let them leave the house you maybe your maybe, baby maybe that's burning hell that's why she won't let them leave the house I, probably i don't know yeah because they got that allergy yeah or do they yeah we'll never know i don't think they do i think so, I, I think she's just making it I up really so she'll so. have someone there forever yeah she's a really complex character and uh, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and I think a lesser actress, this part would not work well, but uh, it works very well because you want to believe that Nicole Kidman is a good mother up until you realize she's not <laughs> really a good mother. Um, probably a pretty shitty a mother. A pretty yeah, shitty maybe. mother. Like, mother, um, yeah, she's probably gaslighting her kids and uh, keeping them locked in the house and then eventually kills them. You know, it's a pretty yeah. dark angle here. It's a heartwarming tale yeah. <laughs> for Christmas time. <laughs> So not only did we talk about girls with ghosts, we talked about girls who are ghosts for this last episode. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. That was the twist all along. Full circle. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie's great. This is a really good movie. I was I enjoyed it a lot more this time than I did the first time. I think just because there's not as many ex- expectations mm-hmm. and it's been 20 years and the sixth since has been longer than that. So it's it's like, I mean, I guess like I don't, 
I still don't really love the twist. Maybe sure. I still think it's kind of like eh. Oh, they they were dead the whole the whole time. Well, inventive, but I think it works though. Yeah, I don't think you can really. Rem- it doesn't pull me out of the movie. Remove it because it's so built into no. everything that no. happens. Yeah, but um, no, it's understandable. If, um, I don't know. I like the family dynamics probably more so than the twist and everything, and um, yeah, and kind of religious uh, mm-hmm. angle with that too is interesting. Um, and just the mood and the fucking aesthetic and the fact that he did it on a pretty oh yeah pretty small budget for a Hollywood film anyway. Um, mm-hmm. uh, given that like what lies beneath cost like a hundred million to make and he made this on seventeen million, so it's like it's a pretty you know. Um, well, impressive. yeah, I mean, but what lies beneath had like the camera going like inside of like a floor yeah. and inside of a yeah. car and outside of a reservoir. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they had some crazy st- stuff in that. This this movie's pretty sedate in that sense like it's not a very stylized f- right. film it's very like a lot of like natural light yeah. which which i like a lot and yeah. cool. um the sound design is fantastic in this it's really great yeah i, I would think the lighting would have been very difficult because it, they didn't they yeah. have electricity so they had would have had to mm-hmm. get, use the natural lighting in the um very smart ways yeah. and um, he does it yeah it's a it's a very thoughtful kind of med- meditative um chamber kind of horror piece here and uh mm-hmm. you don't see stuff like this too often anymore if you do it's more on like netflix like not in theaters you know it's um yeah it's just a really solid little ghost story and uh it was fun to revisit for the 20th anniversary this year it was oh 20 years 20 wow. years and our last ghosty movie mm. for the month okay well we kind of revealed our um overlooked gems already but do we want to say anything about them <laughs> i know well yeah so mine's the fog yep. Um, because right now we're recording on April 20th and yes. the fog takes place on April 21st. Sure. So I thought, well, I'm just going to throw that one out there. And you know, there's a lot of like fog in this movie. So it was like fog and fog. Yeah. And I mean, I, what do you say about the fog? It's a classic, yeah. but it's not really talked about as, as much as, you know, Halloween and stuff. Yeah, true. And, um, because it's just a, it's kind of a, it's not really like a scary movie. It's just more of like a moody movie. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like because it's like very comforting in some in it's some way. It's got a lighthouse with a radio station built in. I know. Yeah, it's great. And and the DJ is Adrian Barbo, mm-hmm. who has like the best DJ voice ever. Yeah, one of the best characters in horror, like period. It's 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 great. Yeah, I love her, Stevie Wayne. Stevie Wayne, yeah. Your nightlight, yeah. and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and she, yeah. it, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Atkins, Tom Janet Lee, mm-hmm. Nancy Loomis, Hal Holbrook. Yeah. This is a wonderful cast, Stacked. and it's all about this town with a big old secret because see they're celebrating their founding but what a lot of people don't know is that the way their town was founded was because they stole this gold from this ship that crashed and now the people that died on the ship are coming to claim them Mm -hmm. because they're kind of pissed off about the fact that they you know stole their gold and stuff understandable and it's just got a great mood the music is perfection one of john carpenter's best scores and Every shot is like a postcard. I just want to lick every frame, which would be weird, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I say check it out. There's a great Blu-ray from Scream Factory that makes it look all nice and crisp. Cool. A classic, but one that, like you said, does not get quite as much love as like his other movies. It doesn't. Yeah, definitely worth bringing up. Um, Yeah, and like I said, I did A Tale of Two Sisters, which is this um, South Korean ghost story. Let's see. After being institutionalized in a mental hospital, this Korean team teen reunites with her beloved sister, and they return to live at their country home. 
The girl's widower follower, widower father has remarried, and the siblings are immediately resentful of his new wife. Um, so then they try to resume their regular lives, but strange events start happening, and then there's a really surprising revelation at the end and a shocking conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just another one that's got a lot of great mood and atmosphere. I say it a lot, but it, it goes a long way, and it's got really interesting characters and family dynamics. It actually has a lot of similarities with the others, now that I think about it, just mm-hmm. with this kind of family setup and um, certain things that happen. And uh, what else? What else? Um it's fucking scary at times. It is very scary. And it's there are two scenes that like freak me the fuck out in that movie. Yeah, and and it, you know what? That's two more scenes than a lot of films have. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yes, and in in typical South Korean horror fashion, it straddles like three genres. I feel like like it'll be like mm-hmm. a drama for a while, and then it'll turn into like a straight up horror film, and then um, back to something else. And um, so that's interesting. And it's a little, it's a little long. It's like two hours, I think, but not not too bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, has that iconic poster with them just like sitting on the couch and yeah. the two little bloody girls and you're like what the hell's going on mm-hmm. um, it's, it's yeah great. it's a hard film to market I don't know how you would market this movie mm-hmm. and even when they remade the film right. it seemed like they had a really hard time trying to market it yeah it's kind of hard to sell the remake isn't bad I think I recommend it as an overlook mm-hmm. gem like one That's of our good. first episodes or something so it's um, yeah. I definitely recommend it too it's it's not the same but it it's different and it's it's a little more of a traditional yeah. kind of horror supernatural thriller kind of thing but uh um mm-hmm. it's, it's not bad not bad cool 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 uh yeah well that wraps up girls with ghost month as always there were plenty that we didn't get to but uh we can always come back around at some point if we want to and uh, that's true yeah. should we tell them what we're doing next month oh we might as well yeah. they're here yeah. um yeah we are we're going back to school back to school and you're not coming with us okay <laughs> this is just for us you behaved badly no, it's kind of a uh, yeah, throw- y'all are in detention. Yeah, yeah, kind of a throwback to our sorority slashers month. Only this time we're going to do some mm-hmm. high school horror. Some of them mm-hmm. might be slashers. Some of them might be other stuff. We'll see. We're still kind of finalizing the order here of everything, but uh, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, the biggest time, just a lot of wild and crazy stuff because we did kind of a slow, uh, slow burn meditative month here for this Go- girls with ghost stuff. So uh, we try to switch yeah. that off and keep everybody on their toes. Okay, yeah. So I got a couple. Patreon shoutouts today, too. One is Mr. Paul Jordan. Hey, Paul. One of our Cult of Isaac members. Um, Oh, Paul. Paul. I give you all. (laughs) And then RJ. Just RJ. Hello, RJ. Thanks, thanks, RJ. That's his name that's listed on here. I like it. You keep it simple. Or their name. I shouldn't. Keep it simple. I'm not going to gender anyone here. Yeah. Thank you both. They've been part of mm-hmm. our cult of isaac since january so i appreciate it we both appreciate oh, it it's wonderful wow and, uh, thank you so much yeah as always folks if you want to follow us on patreon you can find us at patreon.com slash homos and haunted hill um, we're going to be releasing an episode at the end of this month and then we'll have another one next month that's pa- patreon exclusive that you have to be a member to listen to so if you want to join in mm-hmm. that'd be great and uh in terms of social media you can find us on facebook and twitter at hohh podcast and we're on instagram at homos and haunted hill we're on letterboxd at hohh podcast um we are pretty much everywhere um mm-hmm. in our second season here right after our 50th episode and we're in episode oh, 51 yeah, now I guess we are. um second season i guess wow, look at that <laughs> I hope we don't have a sophomore slump. I know. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't call it the second season. We'll just we're we're just still going indefinitely. <laughs> season one continued. Continued. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that wraps up the others. Yeah. Don't kill your kids. Yeah. I don't yeah there know. we go. That's again uh, the the moral you know. of the story and the the, 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 the the that's all, folks. Right. That's our. They're great. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. All right. We'll see you next month for something totally different, I guess. Yeah. Bye. Bye.